Just everything. Yeah, just roll it. Okay. Roll I've never in. been on Hustle and Flow, and I'm so excited because I used to edit these, and I was like jealous, jelly, and now I'm on one. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, wait. Cheers. We're drinking. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, cheers to friendship and boss babe energy, and literally taking action and making our dreams a reality. <laughs> You're listening to Hustle and Flow, a podcast to inspire and bring together female actors and artists in the entertainment industry. I'm Heidi, an actress, female fitness coach, and self love junkie. And I'm Kesley, singer songwriter and social media influencer. Are you ready to manifest your dreams? Let's get started. Today's guest is the one and only Sarah Stipe. Yes, round of applause. Round of applause. Clink our glasses. Oh, oh, shit! Don't (laughs) spill the champagne. Oh, well. There's like a giant stain on our couch from someone who spilled. Things have been spilled on this couch. Gross. Water. Um, Margaritas. Other things. Champagne. <laughs> like, it's fine. what are you trying to say? I'm just saying that it's what a happened mess. on the couch. Have you Everything ever... has happened on the couch. <laughs> Can I ask you? Okay, you just said it. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. I mean, Trey and I. We've yeah. had this couch. It's the only couch we've ever had. <laughs> oh wow! Wow. It's seen some and things. It's literally gonna. And it's, a, it's kind of a small couch, so I'm impressed yeah. that you know. You did. It, it is. It's not a six foot five couch. It's for sure. not. <laughs> Gosh, this couch. Also, yeah, it's fine. Um, so this episode's going great so far. Um, I'm I'm excited because we're we're recording this episode literally so impromptu. Mm-hmm. It's so rare that the three of us are actually together. Um, but it's so cool that you guys have become so close, even though I've moved away. And like, I consider you both my best friends, and I love you so much. And you both inspire me, and you both are badass babes. Like, literally. I, I can't even believe that, like, I'm your friend. It's, why do you even like me? I don't <laughs> Well, that's stupid because I think I, I'll speak for myself. We feel the same way. Yeah. We. I'll speak for <laughs> myself. We feel the same way. <laughs> Everyone who's friends with you feels the same way. Yeah, there's, like, nothing not to love about you. Oh, I receive. I receive. <laughs> I like, everything receive. I'm saying, my voice is so deep because I'm so tired and I was singing and screaming and laughing all day. Yeah. So, okay. Sorry. I have a question for both of you boss babes, and um, Sarah, I would love it if you answered this first. Okay. I was telling you, okay, P.S., guys, we just wrapped our promo shoot for Hot Guys Who Ghosted Me, which is um, a show that Sarah Stipe wrote, Mm -hmm. um, and I helped her produce, and I'm honored to even have my name and, like, even attached to it at all, Mm -hmm. but when we were going through prep week, which was insane... Insane. Some every, call it Hell Week. Hell Week. In yeah. theater, they call it Hell Week. Yeah. Every day was so full. There was a constant list of to-dos. Like, it, it, like just things were happening, right? And I, I would reach points where I was like, well, I've been working on this since I woke up at 7 a.m. And it's now midnight, and I think I should go to sleep. And Sarah literally would just be like, okay, yeah, yeah. And But I knew she was up for hours, still working, still writing, still oh. doing things. And you are the definition of can't stop, won't stop. Because you literally, you can't. You cannot turn it off. And you do not stop. And I feel like that's the reason why this show is actually getting produced, which is incredible. Because so I've been a part of so many projects that just never got finished. Yeah. And it's so good. And I just, I don't know, I don't know what... Like, what is in your... What do you drink every day? Like, what's in your coffee? Water. Uh, soy milk. Uh, <laughs> almond milk. No, you know what? I just feel like I have so much passion, and I 
I, I think, to be honest, I believe in myself and, wow. and I'm going to make my dreams happen, even if it's just me working on them. And I'm so grateful that I have friends and supporters to help me make those dreams true because then it becomes a group dream and not just, like, you fighting for this thing. Um, And I love friendship. I love people. So that's my favorite thing about this project is that I get to have my best friends do this awesome thing that's going to bring so much joy and fun to the world. Mm. Yeah. You're going to laugh and get to see hot men on TV. I just feel like (laughs) there's not a better show out there. Yeah. Kesley, same thing with you. You are always editing. You are producing content like constantly for TikTok, for Instagram. You help me with Power Femme. You help out your friends. You help people like you literally yes. help people nonstop. And I don't even know how you do it. How do you how do you do it? I'm trying to do less. The hard thing is when you love people but you believe in yourself and you have a goal, it's really hard to split your time of like, I care about you and I want to help you, but I also have to get my stuff done. Yeah, it's honestly it's like I'm just I think because I'm exhausted today, I don't feel like being like super I don't know like yes I love helping people or whatever but I think that's the key the key is like turning it on and turning it off Mm -hmm. and like helping people when you feel like it's the right thing to do and it's something you want to do that's like something you're passionate about Mm -hmm. especially a project like Hawkeyes with Ghosts to Me or Power Femme yeah and then conserving your energy for the people that are like, oh, you did that for them? Can you do this other thing for me? And it's mm-hmm. not aligned. It's mm-hmm. unaligned action. Mm-hmm. And saying no to those things and working on your own projects. Because if you hadn't said, I'm going to work on my dreams, and you were just working on everyone else's projects to make their dreams come true and just putting yours on the back burner, it, would not, it wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. You know. And if you were just teaching fitness to everyone who wanted it for free and not building your business... And I wasn't working out taking care of my own health. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot of time to take care of yourself in order to be there for other people. Yeah. So. But I feel like I operate differently. Like, I literally don't know how you guys take so much action. Like, that, and that's my Really? Work. We think that that's about my, you. Well, no, but honestly, I don't do much. Like, I, oh, I feel like looking back, I look at things and I say... Okay, wow, I have a lot going on. Like, I produce a show, I have mm-hmm. my business, I, like... Yeah, your networking is on point, too. But, like, I I feel like I do not do much, and I... That's good. Right? It's good, right? I think it's so different skills. Like, I feel like you and I are, like, very, like... Like, when we did the music video, it was, like... You know, accessories are in baggies, and they're here. Oh, like, like type A. I don't know. Yeah, it's a little type A, type which a is really not necessarily good. Yeah. I feel like then we can maybe I'll speak for myself, like be a little like high strung because mm-hmm. me it's and like, you will I ask have a to lot get of every accessory perfect, and the outfit is flawless. Where I feel like people who are a little more like chill, they're just like it's gonna work out, and I'm like it will work out if I plan obsessively. Yeah, yeah. which planning is good. Yeah, I think the three of us balance each other out pretty well. Yes. Um, but I noticed like when we, honestly, I, I don't know, I guess when we all do things, sometimes we'll mm-hmm. sit down and we'll just ask a bunch of questions like, well, do you want to do it this way or sure. this way? Or like, what's going to be best? Cause we want to find the most efficient, like mm-hmm. best way to do something like the fastest way to get it done. But I think that's like a really big part of collaboration and teamwork mm-hmm. and like it works out. Wow. I just feel this synergy <clears throat> with you guys. Like, yeah, me too. I'm really, I feel really lucky to have female friends like you in my life. Mm-hmm. But also the fact that we are all so passionate about our dreams. Like, yeah. not to dog anybody who has a 9 to 5 or whatever, but, like, it's just, it's hard to find ambitious. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> it's the bubbles from the champagne. It's hard to find ambitious people and, like, also who have similar goals, you know? And so it's 
cool like literally I feel like like I've met we met at like an acting thing you know like we were in pursuit with Trey oh my god Trey was there I invited Trey no to Wendy Braun's success breakthrough workshop I credit so much of my life to Wendy Braun like she's connected like (laughs) I just feel like like everything kind of just goes back to her but Mm. um yeah I mean it's like I I guess like if you're I feel like if I could give somebody advice who, and I want to hear what your advice would be for maybe some like young female entrepreneurs or young women who are going after their dreams in the creative realm, right? Like what would be the advice you give them? I think my advice would be like, just go, go into a room where people are going after the thing. Yes. Yeah. Right. Put yourself in rooms. Like even if you don't know if you're good enough, even if you don't know if you have what it takes, like even if you aren't sure if it's the right place to be, like Mm -hmm. if you can just put yourself in a room, even a virtual room, even a community, even if it's like just get into Power Femme, right? Because Power Femme, I feel like is, well, Power Femme Productions produces, is producing hot guys, Mm -hmm. you know, and like our producer Molly came from Power Femme and it's just like networking, right? Mm. So it's like, I feel like if you just put yourself in the room, you can learn from people, you can find people who are good at what you're not good mm -hmm. at and like also just fucking take action and and like don't suck I mean don't suck suck don't be afraid afraid to suck suck. yeah 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 don't Don't be afraid afraid to to suck you know and also it's an energy thing and I think when you're surrounded by people that are like on that energy level that you want to be on even if it's intimidating at first you like adapt you know I think you kind of level up Wow. And I think the thing is they always say, like, be the energy you want to attract. And it's like, if you're not working harder than the person next to you, you are not working hard enough. Yeah. If, if you want your goals. Yeah. And that's what I feel like I found the most is, like, if you level up in your friends and your community, then you're going to have people better than you, which is going to make you better. Yeah. And, and then you're working f- with people that are not better than you, you're in the wrong place. Yeah. And it'll force the people around you to level up, too. Yes. I yeah. think because you bring so much drive and energy that you set the tone on when we were on set this weekend. Like people, I feel like people had to have been blown away by you. I was blown away by you. Like you were in every room. I don't know how you were in every room at the same time, but you were. You were directing, you were doing costumes, you were getting your own makeup done. Like you were you were talking to all the actors, you were behind the scenes, you were like producing, making sure we were on point with everything. Like, you know, it's just like, I feel like people look at you and they just think, how does she do it? Oh, yeah. I How do. is she single? How, How is she single? <laughs> okay, but I also want to say this. Like, the people who don't think your dreams can happen, you have to do them. You cannot wait for someone else Mm-mm. to do them. You have to do them. Get some friends behind you if you need to, but, like, you have to make them happen. Don't you mm-hmm. agree? Yeah, the things that you want to do. Yeah. Yeah, I do agree. I don't even know, like, how... You do. No one's going to... But you've done like, that. No one's going to do them for you. So yeah. if you don't believe in yourself you should start talking to yourself in the mirror and doing some affirmations. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like in my journey so far, I've either I don't take enough credit. Mm. That's possible. But I also am feel like there's been a lot of people in... Who could that even be? Should we just not answer because they don't have a key? Isn't there a window thingy? I don't know who it is. Okay. Here. Oh, hi, Dylan! Dylan! How are you? What's up? Dylan. Dylan? Yeah. I yeah, love you. You're right. You're right. Yeah. What's Hi. up? Oh, you you're, you're on set. He oh, was on set. He, he was a, he was a DP. I know. I saw you on set. And an actor. And I'll an actor. I'm going to come over later. Cool. See you guys. Okay. And what were you saying, Kesley? Do you remember? Uh, you saw him yes, give away your credit. So I think that I just have had, a, I've been lucky enough to have a lot of people push me. 
to do things like shy for example yeah all the songs that i've written and the production everything like wouldn't exist if he wasn't like hey Mm -hmm. you know yeah you're really good like come in let's do this let's work together i'm gonna invest in you and like trey pushing me and you guys being in my life and me seeing what you're doing and being inspired by that and doing it so there's a lot and even just like the people i live with and like how they're trying to do they've got their hands in so many different projects and they're always working they're always auditioning they're always networking that kind of thing so it's just kind of been like my environment, but also you put yourself in, in your environment. Mm-hmm. So if you're not in an environment that you like or that's working for you or aligned with what your end goal is, you need to probably change your environment yeah. and get into a new one, which I, I also want to level up out of yes. the environment that I'm in now. I'm sure mm-hmm. we all do at some point. So it's like you just keep on moving up and changing and I feel like I'm in a state right now where I really want some change so badly mm. which is like a normal thing for me I think like mm-hmm. you know once a year or something you need like a change you can't just stay the same yeah I mean I feel that so hard just change you know like when I moved to California like I thought it was gonna be this big whole, whole like shift that was gonna be amazing and I ended up in the worst apartment <laughs> I ended up like I mean it was a great apartment itself but I ended up in the worst area mm-hmm. and I truly did not believe that we were going to move or anything but then mm-hmm. I just decided I was like I'm just gonna start going and looking and we didn't have the money we didn't have like I don't think I've ever had the money to do anything <laughs> I've ever wanted to do right but I always just start putting myself there yeah. I will drive my car and I will just start looking at apartments even though I don't have the money or I I will go and drive the car or I will like drive past the studio or when I'm literally on the highway and I see that they're filming I literally follow the signs I follow the signs to the set and then I just drive around it and then I leave you know but like but like put yourself there you know yeah. do something like do anything and I just and then like here I am you know like I just ended up in like the best freaking apartment best place you know and it's like mm-hmm. uh, it, it it cannot help itself but draw itself to you Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know? hmm So, like, let's talk about Hawkeyes. Let's talk about the weekend and what it was like. Was it, was it surreal? Like, what are, what are your thoughts? Like, are we on track? Like, did you even, like, where did you, can you actually talk about, let's rewind. Where did this even come from? Where did, what is Hawkeyes and for our audience? Because I don't think anybody knows. Mm-hmm, no. And, um, like, how did it come to be? Yes. Okay. So about four years ago, Kesley, um, I wrote it. I started writing a journal, um, of all the guys who ghosted me and I would draw a little picture of them and then I would write the story of them. I would like draw like what they wore in the date or whatever and what I wore. And, uh, even though maybe that sounds psycho, I think it's really cute. I think it's adorable. Um, and, uh, so I just started doing that just like as a memorabilia to myself kind Mm -hmm. of, of, um, you know, and I was kind of like, if anything does happen, then I'll have like all this memory. So then I wanted to originally, I thought it would be a book, um, and it will still be a book someday, but mm-hmm. right now it is a, an amazing TV show that, uh, so cool. it's going to take over the world. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Sawyer Collins is my character's name and she has a journal similar to mine, uh, with pictures and it gets into the wrong hands and bad things ensue, but we can't tell you everything yeah, because then you wouldn't watch the show. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Um, okay. And... Uh, God, I, do you have any questions for this? Like, at all? I just, like, don't know how you've, like, how did you develop all these characters and, like, put all of this work? I don't, I just, like, how? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I can write a song, but how do you even write a whole episode and then, like, plan all of that? And, like, does it give you energy to 
do all that or does it drain you? Uh, both. I will say I feel like very, I was very inspired, obviously, by my own personal experiences, but by Heidi and Sarah specifically, who are my close friends. And I just started writing and I knew immediately who I wanted them to be. And then rounding out the cast with uh, Drew, Jessica, and more. And it was just like so obvious. It's so easy when you meet an actor and you have them read what you've written and you're like, oh, great. Like Drew came in, for example, and he was just supposed to be this bro. And then we just realized that no, Drew is going to be this bro, but he is going to love Kamala Harris (laughs) and just like be this amazing feminist meathead, which I think is a really fun concept. Um, I did not know that like, um, that I inspired you to write it. Absolutely. (gasps) Share that. Yeah. I mean, I think like when you're rounding out, well, okay, actually I was thinking about this this morning. You know, when they're on sets and they're like, yeah, you just like cast your best friends or you just like work with the people you know. And that always used to kind of piss me off as a kid. But that's so annoying. Like I can't even get in those rooms. And now I'm like, if I have any say, I'm casting all of my friends. Right. Wow. Like if anything happens, you're in it. You're writing the music. You know, like uh-huh. there's no question. Like every single human being that I'm best friends with will be working on the set. Yeah. Which is like part of the great thing about, that's why we do it is community. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, like, why wouldn't you cast your friends? Of right, course. Right. Cast or work with um, because you know them. You know their work ethic. Can we tell them about the February 27th thing? I think we definitely should. Okay. So, go ahead and start with, like, the breakup. Okay, great. So, um, <laughs> so, um, I had this guy that I dated for a year, and our anniversary was February 27th. And um, then a year later, he broke up with me on February 27th. I think he's a great guy. I don't mean any bad ill feelings, but some things happened. And he, anyways, wait, he broke up with you on your anniversary? Yes. <gasps> like um, after you celebrated it or like before or like uh, so, during? Okay, so, our, so on February 27th, whatever the year was, he was like, will you be my girlfriend? I was like, yes. We dated for a year and then it was kind of like not going super great. And he was like, why don't we just like take a little bit of time apart and let's like talk again. We were in school and so he was like, what are you doing Tuesday? And I was like, I have an audition. And I was like, what are you doing Wednesday? And he was like, um, I have a test the next day. And I was like, okay. and he was like, what about Thursday? And I was like, Thursday's our anniversary. How do you feel about that? And he was like, well, I don't have any other time. Like we don't, we can't meet any other day. So it was like, okay, we're gonna do our anniversary. So then, yeah, I mean, he broke up with me, which is okay, but. Okay. On February 27th. Wow. So a very interesting day. And then a few years later, um, I'll just say personally, Michael Bublé is my number one human being of, of the entire world. Like literally number one. Number one, hands down, not a question. Yeah. So I get this audition for a bubbly commercial and I literally like start crying in Macy's. I'm like standing there with my mom. Of course you were in Macy's. Yeah. Sarah is always shopping, guys. Okay, I'm no. honestly, I think it was for... Um, another show, of course. Yeah. Um, so then me and Heidi see each other at the callback and like, Heidi's like, we booked it. There's no other girls here. And I was like, don't say that. Like, don't jinx it. Like I'm already nervous enough. We both, we we were auditioning for the same role. There were four Caitlin's. So there were four Caitlin's in the spot and there were only four girls there. So Heidi was like, we're going to get it because there's no other girls here, Mm -hmm. which she was obviously correct because they had called no other girls back. Mm -hmm. And we did eventually book it and we shot 
the bubbly commercial on February 27th, 2020, right before the lockdown. Wow. Squeeze right? that in there. But but your memories, your Facebook memories popped up and reminded you that where were you on February 27th, a year before that day we were on set? I was at the Michael Bublé concert. <laughs> um, it was the first Michael Bublé concert I had ever been to because he's a huge star, so his tickets are very expensive. So... It was like the first time me and my dad went. It was a huge deal, mm -hmm. um, obviously. And uh, I cried. It was amazing. And then a year later, we're on set for the Bubbly commercial. Which Michael Bublé like, has a whole campaign with Bubbly, obviously. Right, right, yes, right. and actually I will just interject. He was supposed to be in the spot. He was originally in the script. And then the day before when we get the script and the call sheet, he was no longer in it, which made me cry once again. Sarah brought Aww. Sarah brought a envelope. I will never forget this. We wrapped and we were leaving. We were going to go to get coffee. And Sarah was like, Heidi, is this weird? I have an envelope with a letter that I wanted to give to him if I because I thought he was going to be here. Um, and was it, was there a CD in there too? Yeah. I made like a flash drive of like me singing and like my resume and stuff. <laughs> Oh. Hey, I believe in myself, and I wanted to put myself out there. I think I should open for his next tour. So, Michael, if you're listening, yeah, I love it. I'll oh see you God. on tour. Yeah. Oh so she she literally was like, "Should I?" We were walking away from the set, like we were done, and she hadn't given it to anybody, right? And she pulled it out and she showed me, and she said, "Should I? Should I go to the bubbly people and ask them if they if they know him and and give it to somebody?" And I was like, "Yeah." So we turned around and we like went looking for the production because they had moved locations, I think. And so we were literally walking around this little town where we were filming and we were looking for production and we found the people who were the bubbly client. We found them and you gave it to some guy and yeah. he, he said he would do his best to give it to him. Yeah. I was like, I know this is weird, but I'm the biggest fan and it was kind of like just incredible that I could do this. If you could, would you mind getting this to him? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then after we went to get coffee. Yep. And... I swear to God, we literally said we should produce our own show or we should we should do something. Probably. Right? Or we're going to be yes. on set together. Yes, we're we going to be series mm -hmm. regulars together. We literally yeah. said this. And I just have to say, this was days before um, the lockdown. So I was supposed to go to New York because my face was on the uh, subway, in the subways, oh. on a commercial for um, Hot Ones. Mm -hmm. Hot, oh. funny. Hot. Um, <gasps> wow. Hot Ones, Hot Guys. <laughs> And uh, Heidi was like, don't go, because I had a callback for a Pizza Hut commercial that I almost booked. I was on a veil. And then it was canceled because the Final Four was canceled, and it was a commercial for the Final Four. And it was, anyways, whatever. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, so anyways, Heidi was like, cancel it. You should go to the callback, or you should go to the audition, which I did, which was absolutely the right choice. Yeah. And then Heidi and I hung out the entire weekend, became best friends, and... yeah. Here we are. Yes. Okay. And then fast forward to, that was one year ago. Fast forward a year to February 27th. What happened on February 27th of 2021? February 27th, 2021, Heidi and I were on set for our crowdfunding campaign of Hot Guys Who Go Sydney. Oh, I'm going And what dress were you wearing? I was wearing the exact <laughs> dress that I wore to the Michael Bublé concert. Which I didn't know until we wrapped. Uh, Are you kidding me? I saw this on your Instagram story and I was like, what? I literally freaked out. And it's so funny. Heidi and I have been shopping for like two weeks. I'm like, I don't want to wear the red dress. Like, I'm so over it. I've had it for so long. <laughs> and then everyone was like, no, it's the best color, whatever, you know. And then I'm standing there in the parking lot. And I was like, guys, I wore this at the Michael Bublé concert. Like three years ago. Yeah. 
Yeah. So anyways, I just have to say, for me, that was like God confirmation of like, you're doing the right thing. Like, keep walking, keep stepping in this. It's alignment. You are so aligned. Like, yes, absolutely. Like, you're doing exactly what you're meant to do. Yeah. You're exactly where you're meant to be. And I know for a fact that this is going to be a successful show. I know it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like it is too. Like, it feels so, it feels like it already is. And I'm like, kind of like, whoa, like, can I even like be in your presence? Um, yes. Yes, bitch. It's insane. Well, that's funny because I feel that way about both of these two Aww. women. So, and I will Aww. just say quickly, even if this is just for Kesley, Kesley is one of the hardest workers I know. Aww. I'm over at this apartment a lot. <laughs> I'm like the fifth roommate or something that never sleeps here. Yeah. And she is always working on things. But what I love about you two is you are amazing at hustle and flowing. Because I Aww. never, gonna be honest, I don't do that well. And I don't think I like did it or believed in it before you. I just hustle, hustle. Mm -hmm. And then I like die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think Kesley is hustle and I'm more flow. Like I literally think that that's what hustle and flow is. I have to make myself like stop. But I do normally hit you've a wall gotten like really good. Right you've oh gotten God, really cry. good about letting yourself like have flow. Yeah. Yeah, and I've definitely started to take less BS, I guess, in a way, and say no to things, and just kind of be like, especially when I am tired like this, I'm just like, no. We were supposed to have a bunch of people over tonight, <laughs> having dinner and games and everything, and I was like, N no. Yeah, I'm no. so glad you did, because now we're recording this That's podcast. called boundaries. Yeah, yeah, so I like don't really care about hurting other people's feelings when I've got, or not necessarily that even, just like maybe disappointing someone. Because I'm that's one of my biggest fears is like disappointing someone and being disappointed in me. And I have to be like, no, what do I want? What do I need? I'm going to do that, and we're not going to worry about anything else. I'm going to attach myself to the action, mm. not the, and not not the, the result. Not the result, not the result. Where you just do the thing and you don't, you're just really not responsible for how other people react to. That has to be one of the most valuable pieces of, um, of advice I think I've ever gotten in my entire life. Yeah, and life will work itself out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and you cannot miss what's yours. Ever. Yeah, yeah. Ever. And you don't know what result's actually gonna be a better result. Like, it might not be what you thought it was. Your apartment wasn't in the safest place, but now you got a better one. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like... You don't know. It might seem bad at the time, but actually maybe that was better for you because it's leading you to the next thing. Yeah. You just never know. I got to say, I had a moment today, or not today, this weekend. I was talking to Drew after we had wrapped, and Drew, I was thanking Drew for being there, and Drew said to me, he said, Heidi, look at look at the room you were in. We were, we were at Crazy Legs Productions, which is one of the biggest production companies mm -hmm. in the Southeast, okay? Mm -hmm. um, P.S. Shout out to Molly Mayo, who... Hawkeyes Who Goes to Me would not be possible without Molly Mayo. She was my client and she hooked us up with the location and she ran the entire show and she made everything literally happen. And Drew was like, look at the room you're in. We are in Crazy Legs Productions producing our freaking show. Wow. Okay. And then he said, and then look at who put you there. No casting director put you there. Right. No agent put you there. <laughs> you put yourself there. Yeah. So do it. Yes. Do the thing you want to do. Yes. Yeah. And like, I just, you know, I don't know if I ever, like, like I had been a part of so many 
scripts that didn't get written. Like I literally wrote with the son mm-hmm. of the guy who wrote Modern Family. Mm-hmm. Like I wrote, I've written scripts with so many people who seemed to be the right connection mm-hmm. and I tried to attach myself to them because they were the connection. It was outside mm-hmm. of me. Right. And I was like, that's the thing Ooh, or that's the agent or this is now. who I want to be or, or like this is who I want to work with and if this person's involved then it will be a success and I should be nice to that person so that I can get something or whatever. And mm-hmm. like... None of it ever fucking got finished. None of it ever worked out. I literally flew across the country to work on movies that never even got finished. Like, wow. two years in a row. Like, I gave time and energy. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they were a complete wash. Mm-hmm. They were preparing me and mm-hmm. teaching me mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. in some way that was perfect so that I could show up to this show with experience. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm glad I didn't book certain things. I'm glad those scripts didn't get finished. Like, because if they had, I wouldn't be here with you guys doing this. Mm-hmm. I have two things that just came up for me with that. First thing is, no matter what your thing is that you're into, we'll use acting or songwriting, for example, even if you're working on a project that doesn't pan out the way you thought, it's still adding to your 10,000 hours yes. of becoming a yeah. professional in that thing. Yeah. So it's never a waste of time. Never regret your time spent on that. Okay. The second thing is more personal because I've been writing with so many different songwriters and feeling like I need to just listen to their, like kind of take more of their opinions and trust more of what they have to say and everything for my songs or my whatever it might be instead of really completely encapsulating who I am and putting more of myself into it because putting more of myself into it is what's going to make it unique and what's going to make it work and be authentic instead of me casting aside maybe my favorite parts of a song because someone else is like well this is going to be more catchy and this is going to do better on radio and this is what's going to get a label to look at you or whatever it might be I'm like but do you even know that right Right. Like you don't know. That's not a guarantee. The only thing you can mm-hmm. guarantee is like that you took a step towards your Yeah, dreams. and at the end of the day, you want to feel like you made something that you're proud of. Yeah, and that I was authentic. And I think people are going to see that, yeah. Well, you live with you. So yeah. if you're not proud, yeah. it's not worth it. Because what? Who? I don't want to just be like, oh, this is my voice on a song that I didn't write and that I had no say in and that I didn't connect to and that someone else said would do well and it did or didn't do well. And I'm either in this box now of this thing that I didn't even create or want in the first place. Mm-hmm. It's like you want, it, I, I would rather have something that I'm proud of and it not, you know, get, go viral or whatever the thing is and be proud of it and want to show people than to be like, oh yeah, I have an album out, but I mean, you don't listen to it. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Because it's not good or whatever. The energy behind a project when you are believe in it and you are passionate and your energy comes from it mm-hmm. is so radically different than when you show up and somebody else is telling you what to do. Oh, yeah. It's so different. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so different. And that's why I'm like, oh, I just I, I want to work more on Hawkeyes Who Goes to Me because I see how passionate you are, how passionate you are. I'm like, wow, that looks really fun. Like, why just want to do, like, it just draws other people to it. Like, when you're the leader and it's your thing and you believe in it, everyone else, like, it's going to attract other people yeah. that are going to believe in it. Yeah. Can you yeah. tell us, can you tell us a, a, hot, a hot guy's who goes to me story? Oh. We all want to hear one. Do you have a ghosting story? I probably do, yeah. <laughs> do you have bubbles? Listen to this. Ooh. Isn't that, what, ADR? No. ASM? ASMR. ASMR? What's it called? ASL. Age, sex, location. Age, sex, location. Oh, dear.
Didn't you guys know what that was? ASL? No. Crap. How it's like when you would go into a chat room and somebody would say ASL. Isn't that weird? It's really bad. I don't know what that is. Oh, no, so it's you not can something I'm proud of. Okay, let me advice. tell this before I back out in telling this story. Okay. okay. I want to hear the story. So I've taught children acting and singing for years. And one of my sweet students came to me. She's about 13 years old. And she runs up to me and she's like, Miss Sarah, I found you a boyfriend. Okay. And I was like, oh, goody. Like, this never ends oh well. Gosh. And she was like, look, this is him and whatever. So anyways. Was he cute? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we all want to know. We want to be able to visualize. Um, and uh, weirdly enough, like two weeks later she like shows me these pictures i kind of forget about it um and i sing at churches so i show up one day to sing at church and the guy is there okay which is wild and he was like oh my gosh i think um jane set us up i'm changing your name uh jane set us up like you teach her i'm her youth pastor hilarious so anyways after i sang at the church he was like would you go out with me and i was like sure wow and And he didn't know you were gonna be there no he had not hired me my other friend hired me which is so weird Um, but that's life, you know, that's the world. Mm -hmm. Uh, so he texts me and he's like, Hey, this weekend's like, we could do dinner Saturday or sorry. He's like, he texts me and he's like, we could do dinner Friday or, um, this might be weird, but I'm going to a wedding on Saturday. If you want to come, um, I'm officiating. And I was like, this is going to be a great story. Let's go to the wedding. You're kidding me. Yes, ma'am. First date is a wedding. First date is a wedding. No That's pressure. Hilarious. And now, just so you know, it wasn't some random guy off the internet. He had been, like, you know, vetted by yeah. my student and her family. Mm-hmm. So he picks me up. I'm, like, in this, you know, cute little dress to go to the wedding. And so I'm sitting there, like, in the service by myself because he's officiating. Right. He's like, do you, you know, take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? Hilarious. So we have a great time. And um, we go on, like, maybe, like, five dates. And then I just don't really, like, hear a ton from him. And then ends up, like, I just don't hear anything. And um, my student comes up to me one day in class. And she's like, Sarah, I heard you ghosted Mark. And I was like, excuse me? I was like, Jane, you can tell him that I responded to every text message that he ever sent me. And she was like, okay. So then, like, 30 minutes later, she comes to me. And she's like, he says that you should check your mailbox. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, like your, like mail, like your paper mail. And I was like, okay. So I go outside the studio. Uh I go to our mailbox at my workplace. Uh And there is a letter handwritten from him. What? And I open the letter. Was it mailed to you or dropped off by him? Mailed. Okay. And um, he had gotten wind that I had told Jane that... I was like, I told Jane, hey, he ghosted me. It wasn't my fault, just so you don't think I'm a terrible person. And he wrote me this letter saying, I'm sorry I handled that situation incorrectly. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, I apologize. Which I thought was very sweet. Yeah. Um, so he just told this girl that you ghosted him as a joke, kind of. Or he, he wasn't being serious. Who knows what the fuck he was thinking. Youth pastors, you know how youth pastors are? They'll be like, oh, yeah, she ghosted me. Hmm. Yeah, I just, I think it's funny because, like, I'm writing an entire show on this. Like, clearly I don't do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you can tell everybody that I did that, but I didn't. And I think then he felt bad, like, oh, I shouldn't have said that because I know that that was not her intention. Yeah. And I think he's great. I don't wish any ill will on him at all. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But he goes to you. Yeah. (laughs) He wrote a letter. Are you kidding me? To her workplace. He couldn't just text you. 
It was a you little. You had your number, right? Yes. Why did you? Okay, I'm sorry, but that's weird. You don't want to be with them anyway. That is kind right? of weird. But okay, so she wrote. An, we're writing an episode about it, and and literally, like, we used it in our material this weekend. That is so. And it's funny. the funniest thing I've ever. That seen. one was definitely heightened. I did heightened. That was definitely heightened. I did not cry during the vows, but Sarah <laughs> cries during the vows. Yeah, that is so cute. Um, um I just want to speak on this because. I think I was talking to you and Sarah. Not to get this really confusing, you guys. We have a lot of friends named Sarah. So you are Sarah Stipe. Our other friend who is also in the show is Sarah Borney. Um, and Sarah Borney shared a podcast episode with me that was like a Christian podcast. And it was uh, this lady who was talking about how, um, how what was it? Like you, you're, like God is um, like tailoring the guy oh, oh custom making custom making mm. your husband for you or mm. your your soulmate for you and this woman went on to talk about how she would go to a field and she would cry in this field and she would talk about how she like talked to god about how she wanted to um be with this certain guy and she would just talk about certain things with this god i know god that you are um making this like custom made guy for me and anyways long story short is that she ends up meeting a guy who was literally everything she was praying for. And he talked to her about how he would go to these fields and talk to God about, (laughs) and it was like, she had dated so many different people and it was like, it wasn't the one, it wasn't the one. And she was really holding out for that one guy. Right. And it's like, it just goes to show. And she was in her thirties, I think. And she really had given up hope on herself and, Mm -hmm. and like she did find her custom made guy. And like, even though you have gone through like way too many like ghostings yeah honestly like I just believe and like I look at you and I'm just like obviously whoever God has for you is epic as fuck yeah (laughs) okay because he's gonna have to be be. and you know what Mm -hmm. I have this feeling that as you continue leveling up he's Mm -hmm. in one of those rooms that's up yeah that's the oh, thing. Yeah. You got to keep leveling up because you're probably not at the level you want him to be yet. No, and yeah. honestly, like, like wow. I just feel like I don't – like, he exists, obviously, right? But you are so amazing, Sarah, that, like, it's a small pool oh, because yeah. – nobody yeah nobody can live up to how incredible you are I've you're one of the most incredible people I've ever met Josh is one of the most incredible people I met and I literally told him on the phone I was like Sarah's the hardest worker I know Sarah's the most amazing person I know and I was like you've never met anybody who's a harder worker who's more ambitious who's more talented who's more amazing and da 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 and Josh was like well what about me like you know what I mean and I was like it's different it's different like I've never I have a girl crush Okay. Aww. Literally. Yes. Yeah. Heidi. No, for real. Oh my gosh. You inspire me so much to take more action yeah, and, and do more. And like, I literally see you and I'm like, you're freaking unstoppable, you know? Thank you. So I'm honored to work with you. I'm honored to literally be your friend. And, and I just know that God's behind this and he's got his hand in it. And Well, I, I, I do want to say two things about that. I do believe that God has to be with you for sure mm-hmm. in your dreams and goals. Mm-hmm. And um, done is better than perfect. Mm. And that is an Elizabeth Gilbert thing. Um, Heidi made me believe in magic. I did oh. not believe in that before, Heidi. So it's mutual. <sighs> um, and just like, yeah, my life is so much fuller and brighter than it's ever been meeting both of you. 
I literally can't imagine. I never want to go back to the life before meeting you two. Oh, wow. same! But, like, it's weird. Like, that was a year ago. Not even a year. I don't think wow. I've known you for a year. No. Well, it's like, I met you, like, a year ago. Probably, for the, yeah. For the Hustle & Flow event we did. Yeah. That was yeah. When I met you the first time. Wow. And I was so intimidated by Kesley. Sidebar. <gasps> no, Duh. No, no, no. She was, like, tall and blonde like me, but, like, <laughs> really successful. I was like, she's so cool. Wow. And I was always intimidated by Heidi. I was... Wow. What? So oh, okay. Heidi is going to be like, what? Me? But in high mm-hmm. school, I was, like, chubby and ugly, and Heidi was cool and hot. I was <laughs> not. Lies. I was not. What? No. Um, but it's great because I believe in myself more now, and you it's guys funny have always that that been was, amazing. I mean, it's not funny that that was your experience. It's just ironic that that was your experience because... I was actually bullied really hard in high school for having red hair and freckles and being pale and boys would kick me and push me and shove me into lockers and call me and leave voicemails that said, catch yourself on fire, fire crotch, like mean shit and like mean, 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 mean. Mean. And look at how hot she is. What's wrong with but, you people? But, uh, <laughs> thank you, first exactly. of all. But second of all, I think that those things made us like... Nice. Yes. Because we're yes. both we're both beautiful. I'm gonna say it. We are. We're both beautiful, but but we're also really nice people. Yeah. With good hearts, well, and we say, treat people well. They say that fat kids are like great, like lovers and human beings later on the line because they like have empathy. Yeah. Aww. Which is true because like if you've gone through something, you're a nicer human being. Yeah. Not that you like wish that people go through stuff or have a hard childhood but well you could come out the other end either way like Absolutely. being nice or being a bully yourself i have to say my friends who peaked in high school are like struggling now like i don't think that they're really going anywhere or doing anything Dang. so that is scary if you're listening to this and you're that person you, or you're the person who hasn't peaked yet your time is coming it's preparing you you know yeah. mm-hmm. i mean i think you're beautiful and amazing in your Thanks. own unique and cool way you know wow. yeah. and the thing is when you're single, you're not alone. For me, like, it's me and God. Like, your friends yeah. and your even your romantic partner, whoever you're with, they're going to disappoint you. Mm-hmm. But Jesus is not. Mm-hmm. That's gonna, that has to be your best friend through and through. Yeah. Because everyone can leave. Not to be sad. But, like, mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah. yeah you you know what I mean? Know. So yeah. you got to be in love yeah. with yourself and in love with Jesus. Yeah. And that's what you got to do. Wow. Well, this was a fantastic episode. It really was. Um, Is there anything else we need to cover? Let's talk about where the show's going. Okay. So we just finished our promo um, for this show. And you guys, if if you are listening to this episode and you're thinking to yourself like, wow, that's actually a show that I'd really like to see. I'd like to normalize the things that go on with dating. And I'd, I'd like to see, like, kind. I'd like to laugh about these experiences. And I'd like to grow from these girls' real-life experiences. And you want to see the show be made. I think the best way you can support us is by just honestly, like, keeping in touch. This is not the subword. This <laughs> What the fuck? I'm drunk. You, you are what? Drool. You literally just spit. Did you just drool? <laughs> back to Atlanta I met her at the chiropractor yeah she's told me that and we hugged for five seconds and then she was face down on the table and she was just drooling into the little like paper thing that you put your face onto like and just like kept moving it every like five seconds because she was drooling all over it and then I was on the table and I was like I'm not I don't know what 
Why was happening? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Were you guys both next to each other? I have really? not breathed in two minutes. <laughs> You take it away. Okay. So the things we need from you is support. If you want this TV show on your laptop and your TV, tell people. Tell yes. the CEO of Netflix. Tell your neighbor. Tell your dog. Tell your best friends at school. Share. Oh, we have an Instagram that we haven't posted anything on yet. Follow it. <laughs> oh, that was a really good promo, Heidi. <laughs> um, okay. But for real, we... This weekend, what we worked on was our crowdfunding um, video, <laughs> and we would love your support um, emotionally. <laughs> I can't wait to see this video. Side I can't note. talk. Um, sidebar, yes, but obviously our goal is to raise $50,000, and I know that that's Amazing. a huge number, but that is our goal, and I believe that with God, all things are possible, oh, yeah. and this project has so much meaning, honestly, to me personally, and I know it does to you too, Sarah, and I know it does to a lot of people who literally feel like they're alone, and so if you can just donate or let people know or talk to your parents or whatever it might be like we are seriously asking for help on all fronts we want your support and um with you we can actually make the show a reality mm -hmm. we plan to shoot seven episodes over 30 days with this money we want to pay our actors our crew how do i donate so we'll have a link um and basically you can just click on the link and i think that there's going to be different options for you to donate so mm -hmm. you can donate as is little link as on instagram like when's the link live uh good question um tba to be determined but exactly. follow hot guys who ghosted mm -hmm. me for now um and we'll probably put the link in that bio but of course follow me on social media heidi forest underscore follow kesley i'm sure she will yes i'll put all of our social media handles in the show, show notes. notes okay great um, yeah, so click the show notes of this episode. Check out our social medias because we will be talking about it absolutely nonstop. Like anything you can do to help us get the word out and help us get this show on TV so is going to be amazing. We want this show on your laptop, on your TV, in every household in the universe. And we're so excited to get it there. We want to give you hot men, fun fashion, great girlfriends, and a supportive, like loving show that makes you escape life and laugh and love so the best thing you can do for now is follow hot guys who ghosted me mm -hmm. support us if you can tag us like us um share with anyone who you think this message will resonate with we love you so much thank you for being a supporter of our show um if there was anything that you loved about this episode please tag us in your instagram stories share it with your friends and until next time hustle, hustle and flow, flow.